y'all clip of when she talks about how she was suing the Wachowski brothers and how the Illuminati uh, Hollywood executives literally paid off her attorney team to work against her. Hello. Her, your attorneys were paid by uh, the plaintiff in the case, Warner Brothers, to sabotage your own case. That's so right. these are the people that's supposed to be helping her. They were in the tank for Warner Brothers, the plaintiff. Yeah, because see, it was a RICO case because what happened was the late Johnny Cochran had called for my case because it was criminal. And you know Johnny Cochran is a criminal lawyer. And mm -hmm. he got sick and he died mm -hmm. before he could finish my case. But he told me that the black judge on my case, Terry Hatter Jr., would bend over backwards to make sure I got justice because he was with Martin Luther King during the Civil Rights War, uh, era. Well, they knew he wasn't going to be, you know, they couldn't bribe him. So he had a son that was an attorney. So they paid his son uh, to, to become their attorneys, but they didn't even use him. They just needed the son to get the father off the bench because the father and the son cannot be in the same case. So they got the father off the case. They brought in this white judge. She's a Scientologist, Margaret Morrow, the one that Cameron is using now. Because what they do is they use the same crooked judges to bribe, to interfere, and to shut down cases. Then the DOJ... The mm -hmm. DOJ was a black guy, Eric Holder, you know, the, he was, he was the, you know, the prosecutor, head prosecutor. He, the attorney general, he did nothing. The Jews had bought him out. He works for them now. They got a job for him as soon as Obama kicked him out of the White House. He knew about the mm -hmm. death of the Terminator. He did nothing. He would not prosecute them. They're all tied together. Like the judge in Utah, his his cousin was Mick Romney. They gave Mick Romney a billion dollars of the Matrix money to try to get Obama out of office, you know, to become president, so Obama wouldn't become a president. And they were using Eric Holder to stab Obama in the back. They used the Jewish woman, Deborah Coins, who used to be the commissioner over at the trademark. They went in there and put in a lot of fraudulent trademark. And the government caught on to everything Deborah Coins lost her job September the 9th, 2014. Eric Holder lost his job uh, September the 25th, 2014, the day I won the lawsuit. Uh, Boehner, I said that Boehner was taking slush fund payoffs and he was stabbing Obama in the back. He lost his job a year later, but on the same date, September the 25th, 2014. The judge on my case, D. Benson, he lost his job September the 25th, 2014. Now you ask yourself this question. Could that be a coincidence? Oh. Because I'm writing up in my legal docs that they are trying to get Obama out of office. They're using slush fund payoffs. They're using matrix money because when a CPA got on the witness mm -hmm. and he said one of them lost $500 million. That's a half a billion dollars, you guys. $500 million is a half a billion dollars. How can you lose a half a billion dollars when you didn't make $35 billion off of Matrix and Terminator? Yeah. What did you do with the half a billion dollars? And I told Obama that was the slush fund payoff. 
soon as the DOJ got that information, got my legal briefs, all hell broke loose. Eric Holden lost his job. Boehner lost his job a year later. Deborah Corrin lost her job the same year. And the judge lost his job the same day I won the lawsuit. Well, there you have it. She talks about how Johnny Cochran summoned for her case. He knew the judge that would be working her case very well and he was going to become her lawyer. Now, what Warner Brothers went and did is they hired the judge's son to work their case. Okay? And like Sophia said, you can't have a father and a son working the same case in the same courtroom. So because they hired the son, the judge, who was the father, who was also friends with Johnny Cochran, would now be dismissed from the case. So a new judge would come in. You understand? Which pretty much... What Warner Brothers went and did is they hired the judge's son to work their case. Okay? And like Sophia said, you can't have a father and a son working the same case in the same courtroom. So because they hired the son, the judge, who was the father, who was also friends with Johnny Cochran, would now be dismissed from the case. So a new judge would come in. You understand? Which pretty much messed up her case because Johnny Cochran was actually friends with the judge that they just kicked off. You understand what I'm saying? Um, anyway, it's a whole Illuminati tri uh, triangle. Um, either way, it wouldn't have worked out for her good anyway, because Johnny Cochran was an Illuminati lawyer. Hello, OJ ring a bell. Ding dong. Kardashians ring a bell. Ding dong. That's why I said I can't trust her all the way 100%, even though she has the law documents, and I'd love to believe every single word she's saying. I also know how the Illuminati works, and the Illuminati has people playing for both sides. They have people who look like innocent victims, and then they also have people who play the bad guy role. You understand what I'm saying? They have the person that looks like they're actually a part of the people and they're down for the people, but actually they're working for the other side. So I really don't know. I question everybody. You understand? I don't care how good the proof looks. I got to question everything because the Illuminati likes to make up their own proof and all types of weird shit. But she makes up some valid points Let's take a listen to her talking about how Hollywood steals scripts from any and everybody whenever the hell they want to because they are Hollywood. Hello. Yeah, because Hollywood gets a free pass with the government because they do a lot of the government's, uh, you know, um, you know how the government has a, a lot of programs and they want people to believe certain things, propaganda. So they get Hollywood to do a lot of their propaganda movies, and then when they want to like incorporate war or do some recruitments, they have Hollywood to play all the old army and military movies. You know, actually recruiting uh, a lot of the young boys. You know, what I'm talking about. So this is why people in Hollywood has not been arrested a lot of them because they've been paying off to the government and getting free passes for doing their dirty work. You know what I'm talking about. A lot of other things going on there, but it's mostly payola and, and propaganda. Mm -hmm. So Hollywood steal all the time. Like, come on, this lady, she's an Asian woman. Her name is Tess. Anybody can Google her right now. She wrote Gravity. She has a book called Gravity. She wrote the script for the Gravity. What do you see? Sarah, um, the, the actress, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock, yeah. And, 
Yeah, excuse me. So, come on now. Hollywood doesn't write books. Hollywood does not write scripts, you guys. Grow up and, and learn something that Hollywood either buy it or they steal it. Like when they did John Grisham's Pelican Brief and John Grisham's The Firm, they bought it from him. Right. They bought that. When you saw Harry <clears throat> Potter, they bought Harry Potter from J.K. Rollins, you guys. But there's a lot of people that they steal from. Tatiana Ali, she's an actress. She's got a lawsuit right now against some of the stations for stealing her, you know, show, The Real. I think it's against one of the studios, actually. But anybody can Google it and pull up the court case. And I don't know why uh, the fans want to believe in the fantasy that Hollywood, want to think that Hollywood doesn't steal. I, I don't get that part at all. Why they think that people have to sit up there and lie when they have copyrights. Why do they think people have to lie when uh, they have books? And, and, and I'm selling Matrix and Terminator around the world. I can't go and put my name on Google or put my name on Apple or Nike and sell it. The feds will come in and arrest me. Right. But yet they see my book, Matrix 4, fourth installment of the Matrix selling around the world, and they're buying it, but they're going to have disbelief. Be for real right. now. Come on mm -hmm. with this now. This is sad. Well, there you have it. It's sad. You understand what I'm saying? She basically talked about how Hollywood has been stealing from all types of people, even a damn Asian woman. They've been stealing from Lucy motherfucking Lou. You understand what I'm saying? And like she said, you know, she's selling a book currently called Matrix 4. And I'm pretty sure if she didn't win that lawsuit, um, they would have this interview. Like I said, if y'all want to watch the whole thing, she has interviews all over YouTube. Um, but here she talks about being called a liar. Um, the same way everyone's calling Monique a liar about the Netflix situation and being blackballed. Well, she talks about it a little bit right here. Let's take a listen. This, but wait a minute. But look at this. None of them has ever filed a lawsuit. That one. And none of them has ever called me a liar. You know who the people are calling me liars and calling me names? It's people who don't even understand the law. People that I told them, they don't need you to protect them. They got money. They got reputations. They got lawyers. They don't need to come in. You need to be defending the truth. You need to be finding out because when you come to sell your work, they're going to do the same thing to you. If you don't get on the bandwagon and start protecting your work, protecting others' work, protecting the truth, protects your work, exposing Hollywood and the graft and the lies is what we need to do. Then your work will be seen on the screen. Then you won't have to worry about your copyrighted work being stolen. Because when Kim.com stole from the studios, they made the FBI go all the way to New Zealand and take his, uh, confiscate his property and his money and his bank account to arrest him. Come on, you guys. When you go out and you bootleg movies and you sell them, they come after you. They send the feds after you. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. They need to go to jail for stealing your copyrighted work. What do you think we're doing? We're paying the government $65 every time. That's millions and billions of dollars to protect our copyrights. They're going to protect the rich people's property and not protect yours. 
Well, there you have it. She said, why all these people calling her a liar? And she got the damn copyrighted proof. You understand? And she said she's basically doing this for all writers. So that the next writers coming up don't get their shit stolen. And yes, it's possible you can fight back and win your shit back. Um, although I don't think they've given this woman any type of payday. Out of the $35 billion that the movie The Matrix has made, I'm not too sure if they've even given her a dime or a penny. Hollywood is connected to the court systems throughout the whole damn country. So uh, if they want to make sure that she doesn't get a dime, they're going to freeze all the money, freeze all the assets. And, and damn it, they'll just make sure she doesn't get a dime. And low key, those Wachowski brothers are probably still eating off that Sisters. Matrix money. They probably still got it. Like I said, when you're linked up in Hollywood, you know how to put your money in offshore accounts. You got friends in high places who can make it seem like your money is frozen, but really you have 100% complete access to all the money that you made. You understand, regardless to any lawsuits that were lost or won or whatever. And like I said, uh, I do believe her story. It sounds very good. It sounds credible. But then again, I don't trust no damn human walking the face of this damn earth. Okay? Yeah, and this completely ran circles around that question. Like, she did not want to touch that shit. Her work, okay? Sophia Stewart's work was completely stolen. Roxanne Gay did a wonderful job for Marvel Comics, and they won't even give her a ticket to a damn movie. They said, bitch, you work so fucking hard, we're going to repay you by not even giving you a movie ticket to the world premiere of The Black Panther, which you are so highly connected to. You understand? Uh, Monique is looking for fairness for women and also women of color. You understand? She's tired of the bullshit. Now, there was a comedian that came out and said, Oh, Netflix really offered uh, Monique $3 million and we have the proof. And Will Packard sent me this email bashing Monique. la di da di da But then Monique comes out with this right here. But then Monique releases this email from Netflix showing that whoever that light-skinned uh, big bird comedian-looking ass nigga was, he was a damn liar the whole time because here in this email, it says right here, Netflix offered her $5,000 and $310,000, which would cover uh, production expenses, totaling a total cost of $810,000. My God, my God, what a shame. No wonder Monique felt that she was worth more than 500000 I mean, the production alone is 300000 So you mean to tell me you're only going to pay her $200,000 above what you're paying for production? Well, you know, damn well Netflix plans on making at least $10 million to $20 million on her special. These movie companies, they know how to finagle contracts with women, they know how to finagle contracts with black people to make your value seem less than what it truly is. Okay, trust me, the question that Monique should have asked, and she probably did, she probably said, how much do you plan on making on this special? You understand? Because that's the real question. They'll always say, oh, well, we don't plan on making that much on this little thing, maybe a $1 million, $2 million return. And then when they put it out, and that's when they make $55 million off of it. You understand? Their eyes are big. Like, oh my God, I can't believe you made all that money. Well, anyway, um, enjoy your $500,000. I'll just enjoy this big old meal of stacks on stacks on racks on racks on milli on milli on milli on bags on bags on bags. 
That's basically what the studios do. They make bags on bags on bags on your ass, and then they hand you a little tiny Ziploc bag with like three crackers in it. They're like, here, eat this. Meanwhile, they got a whole turkey. They got a seven-course meal, mashed potatoes, macaroni and gravy, mac and cheese. They got a, you know what I'm saying, cheesecakes, pies, upside-down pineapple cakes, cupcakes, licorice sticks, lollipops, <laughs> balloons, elephants, zebras, you know what I'm saying? A whole circus in the backyard. Meanwhile, you on the curb sitting with some dingy sneakers on enjoying your little three crackers. Mind you, the crackers are stale because they made sure to leave them out five days before they gave them to you because they they want to see you suffer from the window of the mansion while you're sitting on the curb in front of their house eating your little three crackers. Uh, they, <laughs> niggas ain't even give you no damn peanut butter. Oh, no. Not even a little...